welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to May 2022, episode three of our group coaching session. And I've got my fam here, my peeps here, and we are hyped and ready to go tonight. All right. Awesome, Graham. Thank you so much. If you want to talk, if you want some coaching time with me at some point, Graham, then same applies to you. I will make sure that we can hear your beautiful voice. So right off the bat, we've got Queen Maeve. And hey, Cricket, what's up? So glad you're here. Cricket, if you would please go ahead and mute your mic because we're about to get into a question. So we're going to start off with Queen Maeve and Shred in the house. So what's up, Queen Maeve and Shred? You can unmute that mic and let's get to it. What's up, you guys? Hey, everybody. Good evening, Um, you guys. Cutest, sweetest couple ever. I love you guys so much. We try. Thank you. Um. So Shred is actually going to lead the question, and this is a very like vulnerable question and conversation that we've been having together. Okay. But we wanted to open it up to you to get your take on it, and also like the community's take on it. Um, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and let him take it away, and it's not like a trigger warning or anything like that. Okay. So a heavy question, but not necessarily triggering. Right. It okay. sh- it should not be. I don't think it will be. All I think right. it's more like it's like a relationship question. Okay. All right. Oh, and Connor, real fast. I'm so sorry. Connor, I figured out what's going on. And that should have fixed it. Oops. Damn it. Or maybe I just made it worse. Uh-oh. Hold on, Connor. <laughs> If she can't see anything right now, I just fucked it up. (laughs) Does Miss Rocks, can she see anything right now? Where is she? Okay, what did I just do, Connor? Is she still here? See, this is what happens when I try to multitask. Good God. Connor, did I fuck everything? She's not here anymore? Or she can't see anything? She's online but not able to see the group. She's at the fetish frontier. Right. Okay, everyone, quick, quick moment. Where the fuck is she? Okay, here she is. She should be up here. I don't know why she's not in dominant discourse. I don't know how that got overlooked. All right, she should be able to see everything now, Connor. I have no idea how the dominant discourse tier got removed from her. So anyway, she should she should be able to see everything now. My apologies. Had no idea. I have no idea when that permission got removed from her. Okay. Now that we can focus on the task at hand. We're good. Okay. Everyone that should be in is now in. Okay. Apologize everyone. So, let's get back to fantastic. Okay. Sorry for that confusion. I have no idea what happened, Miss Rocks. I have no idea what happened to that permission. So, Queen Maeve, I apologize for having to take care of that real fast. Now I am fully present and attentive with you and Shred. Vulnerable question, big moment. Let's go. What's up? 
All right, go. All right, so like um, twenty four seven dynamic submissive, everything. Like um, whenever like you do the tasks and everything or whatever, and at first like you feel very good about doing what you're doing or whatnot. Like you know, doing every kind of like chore imaginable, just like taking the plate off your dominant and everything, and like doing things you wouldn't know you would do. Like um, I used to work at Kroger or whatever, so I started scrubbing baseboards and shit. And you know, just getting the, the, the house, like, real tidy or whatever. And it felt good at first, but, like, after a while, like, um, uh, Dominant wasn't really noticing. Like, at first, she'd be like, oh, my God, that's awesome. But, like, over time, it'd be like, uh, like uh, it's expected. Mm-hmm. But um, on the other side, like, um, as far as, like, uh, playtime with the Dominant at night, like, there's, like, a set time that we do th- things and, like, um say my dominant isn't, you know, in the mood or I'm not in the mood, like I don't want to do anything, you know, if, if both parties aren't just like to it, you don't do it. And um, I guess that, that relates to like the tasks and everything being like you do things, you expect things or whatnot. So what's your question? Um, uh, 24-7 submissive burnout, I guess. Not burnout, but like getting motivated, like... He's like meaning like keeping the motivation going um, to continue to do service submissive tasks and things like that, like little acts of service. And he was comfortable enough with me to come and talk to me about like um, feeling like he's not appreciated as much. Okay. And I started new medication uh, about like a month ago, and I think it makes me a little bit sleepy. And then also it was the last week of school this week. So he understands that. He gets it. It's just like lately he feels like he's not getting as much out of the power exchange as he has been. He used to be very excited to like do tasks and everything. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this thing tidy. But like lately it's been like, meh. He doesn't feel motivated as much as he used to. Okay. All right. And it's bothering Okay. All right. So Shred, what was the source of excitement for you when you're like, yeah, I used to get really excited about doing these tasks and serving and doing these chores. What was so exciting to you about that at one point? Just cause like, um, like whatever she walked in the house, it was just like, oh my God, I ain't got to worry about nothing. And like, she would just notice like little things, but over time, like little things didn't really matter. So I'm just like, should I do the little things or should I just like go with routines or whatever? Okay. So when you said that at first you would notice things, but then it wouldn't really matter. What do you mean when you say it wouldn't really matter to her? What gave you the impression that it no longer matters to her? I guess um, like she didn't comment at, at, at it as much, but you know, you can't really expect those kind of things being like, oh, wow, you did that, you know, you did that, you did this, whatever. Like he did the baseboards yesterday mm-hmm. of our house and he was really proud of it. And I didn't notice um, because I didn't think to look at the baseboards. But like once he told me, I was like, oh, shit, very nice. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did a good job. Thank you. Okay. Um, so at that point, Shred, let me ask you, when she did notice, when you did point it out and she did notice and she was like, oh, shit, wow, great job. Did that make you feel good and fulfilled and happy? Or would you, were you still feeling like, I mean, I worked really hard and that's all I get? I mean, it made me feel like cloud nine or whatever. It was just like, you know, my dominant. So it was good. It, it was good. 
Okay. It was good. Okay. <laughs> Queen May. <laughs> I, I know the rest good. of the story. It's fine. So, all right. So, <laughs> so let me let me ask you this. Shred, have you ever done the uh the love language test? Do you know what your love language is? No, ma'am, not at all. Okay. Do you are you familiar with the concept of love languages? I am not. Okay. Well, there are in in this um kind of this theory or this take on relationships, there are five love languages and you have words of affirmation, you have quality time, you have physical touch, you have acts of service, and you have receiving gifts. And those are basically how, yes, Mommy Cass is jumping ahead of me, but that's fine. Um, and usually we speak at least two of these languages in our relationships, especially our romantic relationships, because as adults, our romantic relationships basically mimic our initial attachments with our caregivers. And so we project a lot of that into our romantic relationships. And so what I'm hearing from you, Shred, is that love languages, when it comes to your love languages, words of affirmation is a big one for you. I wasn't calling you out, Mommy Cass. I was just saying. <laughs> I see where you're going I mean, and, I, and, I, and I'm with you. So it sounds to me like your primary love language, what makes you feel like you're on cloud nine is words of affirmation. And so for you, Queen Maeve, and this is in one of the submissive training guides that I have on Patreon, I put a point in there about knowing your submissive's love languages because you need to identify that as a point of incentive for them, especially mm -hmm. in a long-term romantic relationship or, or partnership or marriage like you two have. I can definitely do that. <laughs> I know exactly which Yes, yes, the five love language tacos. Yes, so Connor is, he post, posted this and I love this. It says, the five love language as tacos. Words of affirmation, your tacos are delicious. Acts of service, <laughs> I made you tacos. Receiving gifts, here's a taco. Quality time, let's go out for tacos. And physical touch, let me hold you like a taco. So, you want me to hold you like a taco? I'll hold you like a taco. <laughs> uh, put your beef in your bun no. oh <laughs> so, so if that's kind of what you're picking up on queen Maeve, then speaking his love languages are going to be a huge point of his not only connection and devotion to you but his submissive arousal and so if you build that devotion in that way through speaking his love language then it's going to incentivize him to continue to do those tasks because as he was saying they were exciting to him because it was like oh i'm, I'm recognized and i did good and my dominant feels relieved and like i took something off of her plate all of that and so if you can go above and beyond queen mave in your communication with shred and saying you know, even even just sending a text throughout the day, if you have a moment, you know, if if he bids and, and mm. you'll want to pay attention for this, Queen Maeve, if he bids at all and a bid is anything from 
hey, you want to go grocery shopping with me? No, he, he's not actually asking if you want to go grocery shopping with him. He's actually trying to spend time with you. It's a bid for connection or attention. So pay attention to how he bids. And his bids will probably be like little questions about, did I do a good job? Or do you see anything in the house that you need cleaned or anything like that? Little comments like that. Pay attention to those bids because what he's looking for is words of affirmation. And if you can pick up on that and speak to that and constantly keep that tank filled, that's going to keep him motivated to continue pleasing you. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. That makes perfect sense. All that's right. one of those things that it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like I just overlooked it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not a, sense. yeah, it's not really a big uh, complicated issue. So what about you, Shred? Does that sound fitting does that sound like something that would motivate and incentivize you it, it really would but i don't know, like pressure her or whatever it's okay. not pressure it's part of the and i was thinking about this while you were talking miss l it's called a power exchange because both parties get something from it mm -hmm. would that be correct mm -hmm. absolutely and shred i'm going to just gently step into a little bit of a dominant role with you right now that is the second or third time i've heard you gaslight yourself in this conversation and i do not want to hear it again that's 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 one of uh queen's rules is not a uh, self-deprecation and yeah that's a big problem i have Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so when you say you know i don't want to add to her plate or i don't want to pressure her or whatever your partner I want everyone to listen to me right here, right now. Your partner meeting your needs does not make you selfish or demanding. Okay? Say it again for the people in the back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You reaching out to your partner and having your partner meet your needs is not you being selfish and demanding. But if we've been in really toxic, abusive, narcissistic relationships and situations before, then we were shamed and made to feel guilty for taking up any space, for asserting ourselves in any way, for asking for our needs, for saying what we want. We were shamed. We were judged. We were gaslit. We were <laughs> all kinds of things for, for asserting ourselves in that way. And so I'm hearing that come up with you, Shred. And I'm also hearing that your girl, your woman, your queen, your wife, your goddess, she loves you like a fuck ton. And she is there to support you and love you. And she wants to prove to you that your past is in the past. And what you have with her is something completely different and completely new and something that you can rest in. Am I wrong, Queen Maeve? Oh, you said it. You said it. Okay. You said it all. <laughs> you said it. You said it. <laughs> she told the truth. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I've been trying to say for years, but didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So... So Shred, can can you accept that? Yeah, I can. I can. All right, all right. It's a little emotional, but that's okay. What was that? That's a good. 
He's a little bit emotional, just a little bit, but that's that's okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. That means that means that I spoke to something that needed attention. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And so if you need to go in the other room and have a moment, Shred, you do that. If you want to stay and talk, then you do that too. But there's, of course, no pressure. This is a safe space. And you know what? It's good. I'm at a point in my therapy right now that I have to do these, um, basically these somatic reprogramming exercises every morning. And every morning, it's like a huge emotional release every single morning. And we were actually, Mr. B and I were cracking up about it this morning because I had just gotten done through my exercises and my journaling and my homework, my therapy homework this morning. And I come out of my room just like puffy eyes, crying. And he comes around the corner all happy, like, good morning. Oh, are are you okay? (laughs) And he just puts his arms around me. I'm like, yeah, I just got done with my therapy homework. And I said, I know a really big incentive to get you to go to therapy too, huh? And he was like, yep, looking forward to crying every day. (laughs) So it's emotions are emotions. Emotions are emotions and there's no shame in it. And so a lot of times when we're, when we're giving something attention that has been so overlooked inside of us for so long, emotions happen and that's okay. And that's okay. But Shred, I just, I want you to feel, truly feel the love, not just from this community, but from, from your woman, from your queen, from your goddess, from your wife, like what, what she was saying, like, I've been trying to tell you this for years. I feel it. I felt it. I I see that in her and I see that on her. She has this beautiful love for you. This very, very deep, sacrificial, beautiful love for you. And she just wants to just take care of you. And I feel like you do a really beautiful job at taking care of her too. And so I think this is a really, really simple little fix, Queen Maeve. Just keep it on your radar a little bit more to, you know, show, show up with those words of affirmation. Pay attention for those little bids that he might give you. And, you know pats on the head and tell him he's a good boy and you value his efforts i mean that's gonna that's gonna go a long way for you queen babe <laughs> yeah they do i mean it's it's just little itty bitty stuff like that makes a big difference yeah it really is yeah absolutely we all need encouragement we all need to be told that you know we're doing a great job so i think that'll be a good fix for you how are you two feeling about our little strategy that we got going I love it. That's perfect. Yeah, it sounds great to me. Good. Shred, did I understand you fully? Did I overlook anything? No, you um you you pretty much did it amazingly. All right. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Well, do either of you have any questions, comments, or criticisms for me before we move on? Do you have anything? Um, I just I just want to give a shout out to the community. Because um, it's just like the little things you guys say, just like small talk, whatever, really means a lot. I don't really talk to many people nowadays. You guys are awesome in my book. Oh, I'm so happy that you feel that way, Shred. We love you both so much. And I'm with Miss Jill on that. You can absolutely sense 
the deep sincerity and love between the two of you. And it is a very beautiful thing. So thank you all for being here, for being such wonderful people, wonderful friends, and for just inspiring us all with your relationship and your love. We love you both so much. And we love you guys. We love you guys. Aww, look forward look to these, these, uh, the group coaching and everything. So we get to talk to everybody. I Everybody's know. so super cool. cool. I know. So. You yeah. guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. So everyone, give a round of applause for Queen Maeve and Shred for being so bold and brave and vulnerable and awesome. Woohoo! Yay! You guys can't hear me clapping, so that's my version of clapping. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we don't have anything else for you to Queen Maeve and Shred, go ahead and mute that mic so that we can move on to our next lovely beautiful soul here which i think is sweet i think i said sweet is a uh, number two on our agenda tonight so sweet if you are ready and you feel comfortable you can go ahead and unmute your mic and we can get going hello hello sweet. Um, uh, sorry i got nervous um that's okay there's nothing to be nervous about everyone make sweet laugh immediately <laughs> Right now with some gifts, make make her laugh. <laughs> See, I'll just put the pressure on them, sweet, not you. Catch the rest of this conversation in the next episode. <laughs>